0: hello welcome to weekend extra this is bethany abrams and pastor jeff and we're here to talk about this um, week's message in the next little thing and uh this week we were talking about walking in circles i think we can all relate to that right now (laughs) we all kind of feel like we've been um doing the same thing over and over i know some days i feel like it's groundhog's day Mm -hmm. again and uh so i was so interested this week um You were talking about um, the fruits of the spirit that we're supposed to be living out and you chose long suffering um, kind of to address where we're at and that that is a fruit of the spirit now i personally had never really thought about that um fruit of the spirit so much um probably because i don't like anything with the word suffering in it (laughs) (laughs) but um I loved how you talked about it being patient endurance and perseverance in a situation. And it's marked by self-control and, um, being teachable. And so I kind of, man, how do we get there when you feel so tired and frustrated with all the circle walking? I mean, I'm just, I don't know. What do you think?
1: Well, I, um, that's a great question because, uh, I think back to the very first week of this pandemic when uh, uh, when we had to uh, close down our um, in-person meetings at the church. And I talked about uh, James chapter one that week, that um, we need to count trials as joy because mm-hmm. the testing of our faith develops perseverance and perseverance has to finish its work. Yeah. So long suffering is, is like, tied to perseverance right it's it's mm-hmm. all in the same kind of camp and what's fascinating is that perseverance is something that you pick up over time right so you don't run a marathon the first time you go out jogging that's for right? sure. you have to build up to it and and what long suffering does or perseverance that that's that idea in james that it has to finish its work okay. For me to be a mature runner, I have to let the pain and the endurance and the, the pressure do its work in me for me to get to that place. So long-suffering, the, the reason I chose that is this series we're in called The Next Little Thing. It, it's the next little step. It's just the decision to say, I'm not, I'm not going to quit and I don't want to quit. And I'm gonna let God take me down a path that I probably wouldn't cho- have chosen myself, but I'm gonna embrace the path that that I'm going down. So, how do we get there? the The answer would be kind of um, over time. We okay. get there, and and it's it's literally what long suffering is literally the work of of God molding us played out over time is how it how it works.
0: Yeah, I. I think that I've prayed a lot about, you know, like, show me something in this so it's not just all in vain, you know, and show me, you know, grow me, show me, you know, what I need to be doing. And um, and there were some times during the sermon that you were saying, like, we just don't know, we just don't always have all the answers. We're not sure why Joshua was, was told to go around the um, walls of Jericho, all those times, like we don't have a definitive answer but it's what God is doing that we have to trust him in the process. And, um, yeah. And then, um, as you were talking about that, um, I loved how you pointed out that when it comes down to it, the, the big thing was really the little thing and the little thing, which was at the end where he was like, go in and take Rahab and her family out. Uh, that was actually the big thing because that ended up being, um, she ended up being in the genealogy of Jesus and, but Joshua didn't know that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, I just was fascinated by that because I think about all the, um, little things that we do around here with homeschooling and today's our last day of school. Thank goodness. But, um,
1: Congratulations. <laughs> you have <laughs> long <made> suffered.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have, <laughs> um, but just like thinking about these times with the kids, um, even during this time where we've had to make sacrifices and do things that felt small and large all at the same time, but um, they've really made yeah. a huge impact. Um, and I think that they will make a huge impact on their lives coming up in the way that they spend with their children and um, and so on. But um, I wanted to ask you too, uh, you gave us three things that we should uh, be doing while we're walking in circles did you want to cover that again sure um, yeah go ahead
1: list them off for me so i remember what i said it's
0: okay yeah you said <laughs> that we were gonna we needed to worship we needed to follow and we need to be prepared
1: um yeah yes. and you know that's that those three things come right out of what god said to joshua before he sent him down to the to walk around the walls so like he sent the band right so that that mm-hmm. was the priest with the instrument so they were worshiping god uh the priest led the way and so the presence of god led the way and then they were to he sent the army and he said as soon as the walls fall down you rush in and, and you conquer so they were prepared to do that and i think when we're when we're when we feel like we're walking in circles we're not Mm-hmm. That that's our perception. That's not necessarily God's perception, right? And yeah. so, the the question often becomes, how do you redeem that time?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I would say, well, stay close to God and worship Him, and sense where the Holy Spirit is moving you and what He wants to do, and then be ready when the when the circumstances are changing. You know, um, uh, they we're not going to be quarantined forever. We're not going to be in a difficult situation forever. We're not going to be in bad relationships forever. Like Mm -hmm. God alters those things. And I don't really want to start from scratch when he alters that thing. I I want to, I want to have taken some ground and have moved forward uh, during time of circling.
0: So for the people um, there's a lot of people out there right now that feel pretty negative about the situation? How do they worship in the midst of um, what feels like enormous trials and, and the things that they can't see that God's doing? How do, how do you worship in that?
1: You have to, and it's not easy. So what I'm going to say is easy to know that, but you have to trust and have faith, right? So faith is believing in what I cannot and will never fully understand. It's believing in what I don't see. Mm-hmm. And when I don't see an outcome or even like the logic of the plan, I have to trust the heart of God that there still is an outcome and there is still logic to that plan. Right. And I, and I'm allow, I'm, I'm allowing God to do that and, and, accomplish that in me. And so that's what worship does. Worship is acknowledging God and it's also yielding to him. That's, that's mm-hmm. why in worship, uh, when we're worshiping through singing, for instance, Uh, because worship doesn't mean music right so but when we use music to worship that's why we often sing of the greatness or the power of God it reminds us that we're little Mm -hmm. right and so when I place myself in that place of humility and I have faith that God is active even though I can't really do the math on it that that is worship and that winds up being a decision that we have to make every day. That's not, it's not an easy thing to do. And right. and the longer it goes, the harder it can be. Um, one of the things I like to do is I like to read stories of people who suffered more than I did. Right. And so I, I love uh, Fox's book of martyrs and, and um, years ago, DC talk put out a book called Jesus freaks. Yeah. And there's lots of things like that where, where you will, see people worshipping and praising and having faith in God while they're going through horrific circumstances right stuff like that their long suffering challenges me right. see and it inspires me to to do it more
0: yeah well uh i want to thank you for this time and thank you for these series um like i said before um few weeks ago i love these old testament teachings i haven't heard any in a while and i they've been so cool um and such a new perspective on some of the stories and um i'm learning a lot and i hope everyone else is too but i just wanted to say thanks for that and i cannot wait till uh, we get back together what do you have for us this weekend i can't wait i'm looking forward to this weekend
1: so this weekend uh we're leaving the Old Testament for a week
0: <laughs> oh, and
1: uh okay. <laughs> we're going we're going to John fifteen and we're talking about uh, right. I think we're in the phase of this pandemic where where the mindset is open up you know we're starting to open things up
0: mm-hmm. and so
1: the question is God took a bunch of stuff out of our life what are we going to choose to put back into our life right and uh i I'll say this weekend, like we are at this once in a lifetime position that we can actually reboot. That doesn't happen a lot, right? But we're able to do that, and in, in making those choices um, mm-hmm. that allow us to be even more effective for the Lord. So that's what we're that's what we're going to look at this weekend. It should be good, and then. It's uh, June 13th, 14th, the weekend of June 13th, 14th. We're going to have in-person services again. Yay. We'll we'll stay online fully, too, for folks who aren't ready to do that. But for okay. people like you who cheer out loud, uh, that, that's the weekend <laughs> we're going to start doing that again.
0: I will be there with bells on probably at every service.
1: <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, thank you so much. I'm Bethany Abrams. This is Pastor Jeff with the Weekend Extra.